The Rebbe starts off the Sikha by saying that we know that in Torah, Torah is a Torah Achas. It's a unified Torah. We have many different layers in Torah, different parts, different explanations. Pshat is Drush and Soid. But it's all one Torah. And we see this in the Zoyar that discusses that we have Pnimi Yisat and Nigla the Torah, but they're both part of one whole. One is the Neshama and one is the Guf. So the Rebbe asks, we find regarding the Machloikas of Koirach, in Pnimi Yisat we focus on some very, very heightened, great ideas that Koirach had. And in fact, we even say that the mistake that he had was because the kinds of things that he wanted would have been more suitable for La'asid Lavi, the time when Mashiach comes, La'asid Lavi, but not in the world the way we currently have it. When we look in Derech Hapshat, Mshutish Mikra, Kairach seems like a pretty terrible person with all the terrible things that happened to him, the punishment that he has, the tremendous descent and fall that he had. So how do these two things go together? The Rebbe says, although... We can't say this is a very strong question because, of course, there's many different parts and layers and understandings of Torah. But nevertheless, since we know that the four ways of Pshat Remes Drush Soid are similar to the four worlds, four spiritual worlds, which are Ishtalshalus, one comes from the other, one is related to the other. So it would have to be that even in Derech Hapshat is in some way related also to the things that are discussed in the deeper dimensions of Torah. And therefore, even our Derech Hapshat we should be able to find something about the qualities of Koirach. How do we understand this? In order to explain this, the Rebbe asks first a number of questions in the Pesukim. Number one, how can we understand the idea of the 250 people that joined Koirach being ready to offer up the Ktoiris with which Moshe Rabbeinu was testing them? They knew clearly that Nadav and Aviyu died already through the Ktoiris. Number two, the Rebbe says, in Medrish, the Medrish tells us, Rashi also brings it, that Moshe Rabbeinu says to the Bnei, to Koirach and to these people, he says, you want to be a Koyenim G'doylim? I also want to be a Koyen Godel. But practically we only have one Koyen Godel, just like we have one Hashem, etc. So the Rebbe asks, we need to understand what's going on over here. Here you have 250 people that are standing with a Machloikas against the Kohuna G'doyla against Aaron. They want to take it away from him. Moshe Rabbeinu is, so to speak, joining them. He's saying, I'm in the same boat as you. I also want this. Furthermore, what was even the point of saying it? Why is he even mentioning that? Another question that Rebbe has. In regards to the whole Machloikas of Koirach. The Abish had promised Moshe Rabbeinu, V'gam, B'choya, Aminu, Lo'elam, the Yidin are going to believe in you forever. How can we now have Koirach and his people not believing that, Moshe, that Hashem said Moshe Rabbeinu? We're speaking of about 250 people that were leaders. Rashi Sanhedrois. Furthermore, the Rebbe says, the Rambam tells us that the reason why in all future generations, if a person ever wants to come deny the Nevuah of Moshe Rabbeinu, we're not going to listen to him, is because Matan Torah is something we all experience by ourselves. And therefore, what a Navi was going to say later cannot contradict something that we saw ourselves. So the Rebbe says, that's even in later generations. Imagine the people in the generation of Moshe. How does it make sense that you can have Koirach and all of his people not believing in Moshe Rabbeinu? So the Rebbe says the explanation is that the, as the Pasuk itself says, Koirach and his people, what did they want? Ubikashtem gam kuhuna. This is what they want. What they wanted. In other words, says the Rebbe, Koirach was not coming to deny that Moshe Rabbeinu is the Shliach of Hashem. He's not coming to deny that whatever Moshe Rabbeinu did, even giving out to kuhuna gdoila, was as what Hashem wanted. But what he did hold was 
that even though Moshe Rabbeinu came based on what Hashem says, this could still be changed. Just like we find regarding Tefillah and Bakosha, that things could change even if there was already a decree. We found this already, Moshe Rabbeinu's davening changing the decrees after the Chet Egel and after the Miraglim. Kairach held that we could get Hashem to take away the Kohuna G'doyla of Aaron and give it over to Kairach. In fact, Kohuna was taken already away once from the Bukhairim and given to the, to the Levim. Shevet Levi. Especially over here, there's a good reason for it. Aaron had somewhat of a connection to Cheto Hegel. Bnei Levi did not at all. So what was the issue over here? Koirach is not coming to argue against Moshe Rabbeinu in the sense that Moshe Rabbeinu did something wrong. He wants to change it. So when we come to the 250 people, they too are not coming to deny what Moshe Rabbeinu heard from Hashem. But they're saying they also want to be Koyanim Gedolim. Koirach perhaps wanted to be a Koyan Gadol instead of Aaron. But they just wanted to be Koyanim Gedolim as well. In other words, they had such a great desire to be Koyanim Gedolim. That as Moshe Rabbeinu says, I also have this desire. It's a very great and good desire. It's someone standing in front of Hashem all of the time like the Koyan Gadol. Moshe Rabbeinu says to them, yes, it might be a good desire, but there's only one Koyan Gadol. But they don't listen to Moshe Rabbeinu. Their desire is so strong, they're ready to give up their lives for it. Like we actually find in the second base of English, where Koyan and G'daylum were dying just about every year, because they weren't worthy to go into the Kodesh HaKadoshim, and yes, they were pushing and paying to be able to be Koyan and G'daylum, because they thought it was worth it. Says the Rebbe, now we can see that even in Pshutei Shal Mikra, the whole Machloikas of Koyrach and his people, is coming because of a very, very great and holy idea where they want to be Koyen and they want to be close to Hashem. And where is this coming from? Says the Rebbe, it's actually very interesting. We could see this in the words of Koyrach. Koyrach says, all of the people are Kulam Kedoshim, Ubesoicham Hashem, Umaduatisnasu. What does Rashi tell us in this from the Medrash? That all of the Yidden heard at Har Sinai, the words Anoichi Hashem Alekecha. Why are you special? What happened by Matan Torah? Hashem says to the Yidden, Vatam Tili Mamlechus Koyenim Vigoy Kodesh. You are Koyanim. Baaturim says there, you were level, understand, on the level of Koyanim Gdoilim. So this is something that's Shaykh to every Yid. And this is what Koyrach and his people are saying. We have this desire to be Koyanim Gdoilim. Says the Rebbe actually, based on this, will also be very Gishmak, why we call this Parsha, Parsha's Koyrach. We're not speaking anything negative about Koyrach. We're not indicating his Machloikas. Because the lesson we take from Koyrach is not only to stay away from Machloikas and the negative and the bad. There's also something po- positive over here, that rotzoin, that desire to be close to Hashem, which is something that we really get from Matan Torah. But practically, there could only be one Koyan Gadol, but that desire is a great thing. Says the Rebbe, we can now ask the following question. We have a Rambam. The Rambam tells us in regards to Shevet Levi, that not only Shevet Levi alone is, is, is holy, etc., but every single Yid, that wants to get involved and serve the Abish to remove himself from all the physical things, is also on the level of Kodesh Kodashim can be very, very holy. In other words, the spiritual avoid of Levi is Shaykh to every Yid. So the question that Rebbe has is, what about the avoid of the Koyen Gadol? We just said that it's a good thing to have that desire, but it seems like to be a Koyen Gadol, even in the spiritual sense, that's something that no, not every Yid could have. So to be a part of Shevet Levi spiritually we could, but a Koyen Gadol not. The Rebbe says, another interesting thing over here, is we see the following. In regards to Shevet Levi, the Rambam says, every single Yid that wants to be 
on the level, level of Shevet Levi can be on that level. The Ram doesn't say that we all should try to be on that level. But every Yid can be on that level. When it comes to the Kuna G'dayl, it's the other way around. It's every single Yid we said should want to be a Kayan Gadol, but practically no one can be a Kayan Gadol besides one person. So we have two opposites over here. By the, regarding Shevet Levi, we don't say that every Yid needs to want to be it. But every single Yid can be. Regarding Kuhun we say every Yid should want to be, but not every Yid can be. In order to explain this, the Rebbe says that in Avayis Hashem, generally we have three levels. We have the idea of mitzvahs, Torah, and Mesiras Nefesh. Mitzvahs is, of course, getting involved with the Gashmi, is the things, making them a Keli Telikos out of the physical world. Torah, Torah is higher than clothing itself in the world. We know that Torah is not Makabal Tumor. Torah is removed from the world. This brings out when the person the concept of being removed from the world. Mesiras Nefesh is going completely out of all boundaries, completely beyond limitations. This is a complete Yichud with Alikos, higher than Medidav Agbala. That's what Mesiras Nefesh is all about. It says that Rebbe, these three general Avoidois by Yidin are the following. Most Yidin are people that are involved in mitzvahs, people are involved in Gashmi, is the things, and involved with the world. Those are called Mari Uvdin Tovin, the people doing good deeds. We then have the people that are like Shevet Levi, those that are sitting and learning Torah removed from the world. Level number three is the Avoid of the Koyen Gadol, the Koyen Gadol that's completely spiritual, sitting in the Beis Amigdosh, in Yerushalayim, Yerushalayim, complete fear and awe, in the Beis Amigdosh, and in fact even going into the Koyen Shakadoshim once a year, the real idea of Messias Nefesh to become one with Hashem. So now, says the Rebbe, we'll be able to understand these two extremes that we explained regarding Shevet Levi and the Koyen Gadol. Again, the Shevet Levi on the one hand, not every Yid is demanded that he should be like Shevet Levi, but every Yid can be like Shevet Levi. Whereas the Koyen Gadol, again, we said every Yid should want to be like the Koyen Gadol, but not, but, but no one could be like the Koyen Gadol besides one person is like the Koyen Gadol. So the Rebbe explains it like this. We have the avoidos of Torah and Mitzvahs. Again, the main avoider for most people is the avoider of mitzvahs, making this world into a world of dira betachtoinim. But if a person wants to, not varucha if a person is interested and motivated and wants to learn Torah, this is something that's shaykh to every single year. He could learn Torah and be removed from the world. But then comes the avoider of the Koyen Gadol, which we say is the idea of Mesiras Nefesh. Now this is not a regular seder for a person to have on a regular basis, but he could have and should have the desire for it. Meaning to say, again, the main avoidance of the Yid are the two avoidance, either being involved in the Gashmis of the world and doing mitzvahs, that's an avoidance for every Yid, and or the avoidance of Limudat Torah, where he's removing himself from the world. So what did we say? That every single Yid, as the Ramam said, could be like Shevet Levi. We're not saying he has to be, or that he has to have the desire, but every Yid could be removed from the world like Shevet Levi. But then we say that in either one of these avoiders, whether you're like the most Yidin being involved in the mitzvahs in the world, or you're like Shevet Levi, being removed from the world, but within both of them, every single Yid is Shaykh, and should have always that desire that he wants to be completely, completely one with Hashem, like the Koyen Godel. So again, practically, it's either Torah or mitzvahs, but within that it has to be infused with that excitement and desire of being completely one with Hashem. And where a person wants to be, that's as if he's actually there, and through that we are actually to the gili of la'asid, when it will be fulfilled that Leviim will be koyanim. And furthermore, every yid will be like the koyan gadol, 
And that's of course going to be by the Gula Mitzvah Shleimah, the Meshach Tzidkainu, and Moshe Va'aru in Imohem.